Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to the radio program. Today's issues right here on American Family Radio. Tim Wildman here with Ed Battagliano. Good morning again, Ed. Good morning again, Tim. Or good afternoon, uh, wherever you, if you're listening in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, Steve Jordahl. Good morning and afternoon. And uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, as Ed said last hour, if you want to. Watch us on that there internet, ladies and gentlemen. Go to Facebook or YouTube and type in Today's Issues. Just search for Today's Issues on Facebook or YouTube. And we post the stories that we talk about on our Facebook page there as well. Coming soon, our own streaming service. So we'll be we'll be uh, proud and glad when that is here and to have our own streaming service akin to or likened to YouTube or what Facebook Live. It which shall be like unto it, where people can. That's, 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 now, the streaming, the streaming service is currently up for folks to yes. watch video content. But you're talking about at some point, mm. I think around March, I think when they're hoping to get this up. Live stream. You'll be able to, we also on that streaming service, be able to yeah. live stream our programming yeah at, instead were, of going you to youtube were, were you using king james thou watchest well i i thought you that's thought that's what you were doing king james. I, I thought that's what thou was doing was um, was doing uh meath may have been trying to do that but Meath, uh, yeah huh? is meath not a uh i don't think Steve? So. is uh, meath in the bible uh meath. that would be e-m-t-h no. me, meaning no, you're I, thinking I, I think you're thinking about the uh the, the the drug plague that's in so many rural areas, <laughs> crystal meat. I think that's I think that's kind of that's where that kind of got. But it was in. way after the b- biblical times. Yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Steve. Well, I just wanted. I heard you guys talking about the gun laws uh, in New York and the the the, the how ineffective you're blaming the guns. It it just um, I, I I'd like if I could to present uh, the a, a counter view, if I may. Our, our friends. You mean to the left of Ed? <laughs> he already tried that. Well, let me. Let, let's, You're let's, not endearing yourself to our listeners, but you go ahead. Well, okay. So our friends at the Babylon Bee actually caught up with a uh, a, conv- a murderer, and they interviewed him about this. Let's uh, let's listen to cut fourteen. I am an illegal gun owner, what some would call a deranged, murderous criminal, and yeah. I'm concerned about how these new laws are going to affect both my illegal gun ownership and my ability to brutally murder anyone that crosses me. Democrats, who I usually vote for because I want to get out of parole easy, are proposing a whole slew of gun control laws, which means in order to, to get my guns, I have to start breaking laws. I mean, even more than the laws that I already broke, because I'm a murderer. The background check thing sounds really concerning. I would definitely fail since I'm a well-known psychopath. <laughs> I mean, you take one look into my background, you'll find that I kill Mikey and Little T and I kill the old... That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah, dark, so, uh, it's know. kind of dark satire right there, but, but they're making... 
Babylon B is a, a satirical website that uses that kind of humor. You just uh, a ridiculous humor sometimes to make a point about how how uh, insane oftentimes left wing ideas are. Right? Yeah, I mean, because the whole idea, what was what's crazy, what's really crazy, is leftists proposing that the problem is guns. So the solution are laws restricting the right. acquisition or the use of guns. And the thing about this, that, that was brilliant satire, is that criminals already don't care about laws. Why would further restrictions on gun ownership prevent them from getting guns? All you'll do is keep law-abiding citizens from getting them. But that was funny. <laughs> that was seriously funny. Yeah. Good. And I, I think... I think to our point at the in, in the first hour where we were talking about the buildup of all this, I think you've got some pretty good stuff coming the rest of this program. If you've gotten the things that I asked you to get, uh, we got, got we got some good stuff here, folks. You want to stick around for Steve? That's right. Um, and Ed, <laughs> and and Tim, Tim, Tim's in, yes. involved well, I'm too. Talking, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the the audio that you got. Well, okay. So let let's get to. I want to get to a serious story before we get uh, back down and. Oh the, yeah, absolutely. Uh, according to the Federalist, they have done an analysis, and they are reporting that the January 6th committee is out of control. They did an analysis of the 84 subpoenas publicly issued by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's select committee. This doesn't even count the um, more than 100 that are under, um, uh, under seal. Of the 84, only eight have targeted individuals or groups with any connection to the Capitol riot. So what are they all tar who are they all target? Former government officials according to the Federalist, private citizens in a smear campaign for exercising their constitutional right to protest. They may have been at the January 6th pro uh, the speech, not at the Capitol. So this is a fishing e expedition. It is so a fishing expedition. And, uh, and by the way, folks, when I say a fishing expedition, what I mean is that you don't really have a focus on crimes that were committed, you are going to collect information and sift through it and try to find a crime. Right. Well, I got to tell you, Newt Gingrich thinks that uh, reckoning is coming. Uh, listen to Cut 10. On January 4th next year, uh, you're going to have a Republican majority in the House and a Republican majority in the Senate. And all these people who've been so tough and so mean and so nasty are going to be delivered subpoenas for every document every conversation, every tweet, every email, uh, because I think it's clear that this, these are people who are literally just running over the law, pursuing innocent people, causing them to spend thousands and thousands of dollars in legal fees for no justification. And it's basically a lynch mob. And unfortunately, the Attorney General of the United States has joined that lynch mob and is totally misusing the FBI. And I think when you have a Republican Congress, this is all going to come crashing down and the wolves are going to find out that they're now sheep and they're the ones who are, in fact, going to, I think, face a real risk of jail uh, for the kind of laws they're breaking. Yeah, you know what? So for most people who look to Washington, D.C. to do at least some things efficiently and do some things that are constructive, there are going to be a lot of complaints if, if things uh, go the way the former speaker, Newt Gingrich, is saying they will. If, for example, if the Republicans take the House in November of this year, 
then what he said will happen, probably will happen. You'll have Republicans in charge of all the committees. They will do their own hearings. So most of the people sitting back are going to be going, oh, this is just wonderful. So we had all the Democrats doing nothing constructive except holding hearings to try to go after their political opponents. Now the Republicans are doing it. Well, you know what? Yeah, this is not the way our government is supposed to be operating. But the Democrats started this under Trump. They started using their political power to try to get, quote unquote, orange man bad and try to get him out of office. They started all this. They're continuing it. And uh, Republicans are going to repay the honor, the dishonor, and more dysfunction will be the result. Do you think that there's an impeachment in Joe Biden's future if that happens? I mean, Afghanistan alone probably I'd be, I'd be opposed be. to it. I mean, I'm not saying it won't happen. I'd be opposed to it. Impeachment is not supposed to be weaponized like that. For but they po- started it. Well, I know. <laughs> I didn't like it when they did it. I wouldn't want the Republicans to do it. Somebody's got to return sanity and constitutional government to Washington, D.C. I don't think, Repu- personally, I don't think Republicans can do it just by taking the House. President Trump tried to, quote, unquote, drain the swamp, and he found out just how deep the swamp runs. They went right after the president as soon as he was in office. Even before he was in office, President Trump, I mean, the swamp went after him. Uh, I'm not sure what would actually drain the swamp, but there is a lot of corruption in D.C. Republicans are involved in some of it, and uh, so— I, I, I let me just say this. I'm not optimistic about things operating in a constitutional <clears throat> manner in D.C. Yeah, it, it's awful tick for tat. Yeah, kind of stuff. And and you know that's human nature, which yep. is why the founding fathers set up a system of government where you restrain human nature by separating powers uh, and by. Um, uh, not giving very much power to to the federal government, and all that's been reversed. I agree with everything you said, except I do think there is one issue that Joe Biden president should be potentially impeached for, and that is uh, the border. <clears throat> This is a national security issue. It's extremely dangerous. It has long-term negative consequences on our country. Biden policies have have just opened the borders, the border, the floodgate. They're saying now we're going to have over over two million now have already come in in the year Biden has been president. Two million people have come here illegally over our southern border, and there's no end in sight. Biden is now offering them legal help, offering them lawyers. Steve has that story right now. (laughs) This is undermining uh, our ability to be a sovereign nation and control our own borders, but it's being done subversively by our own president. Now, I don't want to... so that 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 is just that's to me that would be the biggest issue why he could be 
potentially impeached for a dereliction of duty in protecting our country. But but the other side would argue uh, against impeachment because they would say, listen, Americans knew what they were getting when they voted for Biden. Now, I'm not going to get into the whether Biden won or not, okay? I'm just going to assume for a minute that he won fair and square, okay? Right. Let's just go with that. Then barely, though, uh, Democrat voters in this country, for the most part, don't believe that we should stop people from coming here illegally. They just don't. I don't know why that is, but Democrat voters uh, who vote for Democrats who say open borders, I I don't know what you do to appeal to those people, our fellow Americans, to say, no, we need law and order on the border. No, that's racist. That's what they would say. That's racist. You can't stop people from coming here Maybe you can stop the white people, okay? <laughs> let's let's stop the – if you got any Belarus folks or Ukrainians, let's stop them. Right. But 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 people of color, you got to let them flood into our country because otherwise you're a racist administration, you're a racist nation. Being a little facetious with that argument. But uh, – so that's what – that, that to, the impeachment could potentially be used on that issue. Seems to me I've – but okay. – but, I'm like you, Ed. I, it's the the way the Democrats use it is just frivolous, quite frankly. Yeah, and it it it, it, it diminishes the real seriousness of an impeachment right. when you they they did Trump twice. Yes, in four years, Nancy Pelosi and she'd have done it a third time if she could. Right, could have. All right, Steve. Next story. They sure hated that man. Yeah. All right, uh, South Dakota. The Senate there has passed a bill banning transgender men who are think they're women from competing in high school or college in that state. And it is being called one of the strongest ever passed. I think it's the 10th um, state to have what's passed. It, what's, it, what's a strong law preventing? I'm, I'm not laughing. Right. Because, uh, what is a strong law that prevents uh, boys from competing against girls in sports? Well, the fact that it, it bans all of them, but it does this further. Bans all of who? All you have to compete by uh, according to the gender you were born with. And I know that every state has done that. But in South Dakota, they also passed an amendment that any student suffering harm from the violation of the bill could sue the school district or the sporting organization or the college um, for any harm that was done to them. Okay, now who who's? Who's who? You're talking about transgender <clears throat> students no, could sue? No, or? no, the the... Biological, biological, like a biological girl, girl could sue the school if because she's beaten. she was denied a right, yes. a, a, a chance to to win. Now, this is Governor Christy Nome. This is South Dakota, right? It is. So she came under some uh, some pretty serious criticism by conservatives early on in this fight because she vetoed a bill. Now she claimed that the bill didn't go far enough. Critics said, "Well, you sided with the other side on the transgender bill." In any case, this is an, clearly an effort on the part of conservatives and traditionalists, people who believe in real human nature. Her first yeah. bill, her first bill um, that that she vetoed, um, she asked for an exemption for college students, saying or college sports, saying that it would create uh, basically havoc for North Dakota teams. It couldn't travel to or you know all that kind of stuff. She's relented and such, and since passed this bill, which yeah. does apply to college um, athletics as well. Okay. Hey, hey. But by the way, the dude 
the dude at Pennsylvania. Yeah. College, uh, University of Pennsylvania. He, uh, the, the swimmer, he yeah. was swimming on the girls' team. He won again. No. Yes. Yeah. They were swimming against Harvard, I think. Well, yeah, the I Harvard mean, students, I mean, the Harvard girls had to stop and study in the middle of their, their race. So that's probably why. <laughs> stop and study. <laughs> and, and, and did it in convincing fashion. Yeah. Which is yeah. which is what you would expect from what is what is the guy six foot four or something? He's got broad shoulders. Yeah, the clearly NCAA, a dude. The NCAA doesn't want to take a stand on this. They're trying to wash their hands and pass the buck. So they're leaving it up to the individual sports. Yeah. Has uh, there been any sports sanctioning body that has said uh, no to the transgender thing? Not that I know of. No, okay. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, kind of, kind of. You, you, you. You know, uh, what's the old caveat emptor? The old Latin expression, let the buyer beware. Well, listen, if listen, if uh, people don't want to stand up on this one, like these liberal colleges and uh, coaches and parents, if they don't want to stand up and say because they're scared, they might be canceled. If you can't, if you can't stand up and say, I mean, is it really brave to say no boys should compete against boys and girls should compete against girls? Next question: Is that really require bravery? I, I guess, I guess it does. Oh huh? yeah, you have to be you have to be very courageous in this day and age to say anything against the transgender mm-hmm. movement. That's you- why Michael Phelps says we need a level playing field, but he says it's a complicated issue. Yes, he's, right. tr- he's trying to split the difference so he doesn't get cancel i no listen i do understand the uh the pressure that's brought to bear by the uh cancel crowd the lgbtq uh and all their uh, all their sympathizers yeah. and all their supporters they will they they don't have children to raise so <laughs> they got plenty of time and plenty of money to just destroy your life if they need to that you see what they've done to jk rowling yeah who wants to be jk rowlinged right Right. To turn it into a verb. exactly, Jordan, but, but, but I got to tell you, if you're a coach and you don't have enough principle to denounce this kind of uh, unfair competition, then you're pathetic. You're 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 a path- huh? You lose your the, 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 what? I understand what you're saying. I'm not defending because there's a lot of university people who are cowardly, but you'd lose your job. Well, Jordan, Jordan Peterson, who's very popular psychologist, psych, uh, he's psychologist, I think, uh, but very popular uh, speaker. He's a tenured professor, was a tenured professor at the University of Toronto. You all know who I'm talking yeah, about, I know Jordan you're talking Peterson. About, yeah. He just resigned. Yeah. He resigned because right. he said, I, I, it's it's corrupt, absolutely corrupt here at, my, at the university level when it comes to all these issues. He said, I can't do anything anymore. That, that what they're going to force me to say and do to keep my job, I'm not. I'm just not doing it anymore. He had to resign. Well, good for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's tragic that he had to resign, but good for him that he did to make a statement and to take a stand for science. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, so well, what I'm saying is if the these young ladies who are competing against this dude, this swimmer, if if they continue to, this is my view, Steve. I know you may not share it, but uh, they need to. 
quit competing against him because they're only giving him legitimacy. Every yeah. race they have with him. Uh, uh, so, listen, as I said, we're not far away. The, re- the reason I think it's hilarious, I don't really think it's funny in the grand scheme of things, but I think it's hilarious when I watch liberals have to, and these, not, not all liberals, by the way, subscribe to support men competing right. against Bill Maher. Or, I don't know right. if Bill Maher is one of the ones, but there are some sane ones on this particular issue. But, uh, but the, boy, they are conflicted. They're really, they're struggled. That's why they don't even want to talk about this issue because they know it's wrong. They know they know it's wrong for boys to be able to uh, dominate girls' sports in the name of trans. But on the other hand, they don't want to agree with people like us who say it's unfair, huh? Right. Because then I'm agreeing, then I'm agreeing with the red hat MAGA people, and yeah, I don't right. want to do that. That's worse. That's worse than right. You know what I'm saying? So to say that I don't agree with you, it's not exactly right. So uh, what you're saying about the athletes not competing against this guy is probably the only way uh, that you would bring sanity to the situation. However, it is at the cost of committing athletic career suicide. Yeah. And that's, it just would be so great a cost. I just – Okay. It, yeah. All right. Well, then keep losing. Uh, well, it's – yeah. Huh? But just don't complain anymore. So there's I'm one saying. there's Wait. one thing I I would pay to see once. I'm waiting for a six foot four, two hundred and sixty pound muscle guy decide to join the women's gymnastics team. Women's that's that's the one thing you would want to watch. <laughs> can you see can you well, see that I, I, guy standing well, next to Simone Biles at four foot eleven? Yeah, th- th- well, this is coming to uh, as I said earlier. This. Uh, the, the, it won't be long to some transgendered person uh, who is a male figures out he can make money on the pro tennis circuit, uh, the the women's pro tennis circuit. Yeah. Uh, and there are some – yes, you would take some degree of you, – you, it would be controversial uh, to some extent, but – if you could get beyond that and just say, I, I, I'd rather get the money, you know, I'd rather have the money and the notoriety. I don't care about the controversy. There, there's going to be somebody willing to do that. I, I want to see someone, the male we're talking about, hypothetical male, either play professional women's tennis or WNBA. I just want to see, yeah. I just want to see a guy. Right. Blow and serves past <laughs> Serena Williams right, right. or Tomahawk dunking over yes. these girls, yeah. much shorter girls, yeah. because then it's there for all to see. There you go. All right. right. Do you have you have something humorous that yeah, we can well, get in? In the, I think I can. Uh, there's a guy that is uh, wants to be on today's issue on the uh, trivia Friday. I want you to listen to um, this cut eleven. Governor DeSantis, he calls this the, uh, the the free state of Florida, uh, but this is not the free state of Florida. The governor is trying to not just censor uh, 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 how you teach uh, uh, black history, but he's also trying to censor uh, whether or not teachers can say the word gay in our, our classroom. Let's be extremely clear about something. As a former teacher, I want to make it clear that these children are more smarter than we think they are. There you go. Florida State <laughs> Senator Chevron Jones right there. More smarter. And, of course, your reference to Trivia Friday, we make our students at Learning University 
betterer, smarterer, and awesomer. That's right. And so more, and more betterer, and more, more betterer. and now more betterer. That's right. So, and that guy, guys, was bragging on the fact that he's a former Forward teacher. teacher. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, what? Not English, though, right? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so, uh, social justice studies. All right, everybody, have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow.